1: What a blessing it is for us to be together right now in this moment, transcending time and space together by means of technology. What a blessing. Mm, What a blessing. I'm so grateful to be with you right now and to call forth a blessing for all of us right in this moment. And by all of us, I mean all of humanity. So I invite you to join me in placing your hand on your heart and taking this breath of love and gratitude as we consciously lift ourselves into an awareness of perfect peace and perfect truth, perfect love, harmony, joy, wholeness, freedom. This is our true identity. We are finding freedom in our hearts and minds and we're sharing the benefits with everyone So grateful and so thankful right now to anchor into an awareness of the love of God as never before. The love of God is our life. And we are so grateful to know that the kingdom is within, to experience all else being added unto us. What a blessing. And so it is. Amen. 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 So I have been on fire. I just noticed that there is that constant quickening. And I don't know if you're experiencing it. I uh, did a class uh, recently which you can download for free from my website at jenniferhadley.com. And uh, I think it was almost 90 minutes long. I think it was about 90 minutes from fear to freedom, from fear to freedom, totally free for you. And uh, you can find it at jenniferhadley.com at the top of the Finding Freedom page. Finding Freedom, by the way, is my seven-week spiritual boot camp class that starts November 7th, and uh, if you're listening to this and the class has already started, just know that I find that people will join the class even a month into it. Because you get all the downloads, you get all the videos, you get all the transcripts, you get everything. So you can just start whenever you feel ignited to start. But uh, if you are listening to this before November 7th, I encourage you to check out everything on the Finding Freedom page at JenniferHadley.com. And most especially to get that free download or replay of the free class, From Fear to Freedom, that I recently did. So... In that uh, class, just a couple of headlines, I was talking about how what I notice in humanity right now amongst the many, many, many people that I come in contact with on a weekly basis through all the classes that I offer through my daily spiritual espresso of my daily prayer and my daily inspiration, my blog, and speaking uh I was speaking at Agape the other night and uh, in my own spiritual community, Project Service LA, all these different places where I'm speaking, getting ready to go to Europe. I'm going to be uh, doing a couple of things in Ireland, Belfast and Dublin, and then I go to Germany, several cities in Germany, and then to uh, the U.K., and uh, doing a couple of things there in London. So I hope you'll come and see me and share with your friends. All the details are at jenniferhadley.com and the events page. I have been noticing that there are two very distinct kinds of groups in humanity right now, very distinct, and that there are the people who are experiencing... Uh, Ever increasing joy because they're deepening their spiritual practice and they are placing their attention on their awakening and their enlightenment and it's unfolding for them. They're having an amazing experience of unfoldment. And they're having extraordinary breakthroughs. It's really working for them, this deepening and this quickening. And then the other people are the ones who are feeling afraid and pushed and worried and frustrated and upset. Now, check this out. I just think it's God is so awesomely cool because the truth, as I perceive it, is that... We are light beings. We are light. We are effulgent light beings, and so that means that we we are naturally light. We generate the light. We are the light, and of course, we're all one with the eternal, infinite light of love. And we are remembering. Sometimes, Course in Miracles calls it remembering. Sometimes calls it learning, but we're relearning, remembering, recognizing the truth of our identity, which is that we are the light, the light that lighteth up every man in the world, what what Jesus said. And uh, it is our life purpose to simply be that light being. And uh, as Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I draw all unto me. So this, this is our holy purpose, is to lift ourselves up and to inspire others to do the same. And uh, I, I really went into this in the From Fear to Freedom class that I'm offering you for free at the Finding Freedom page on jenniferhadley.com. And I, I actually, some of the things that came through during that class just, oh, felt so beautiful and true and good. I'm so happy to share it with you. And so, if you think of it this way, I don't know about you, but, um, uh, in in Los Angeles, we have at this time of year we have the Santa Ana winds bro- blowing. They are hot, dry winds, and so it's very hot and dry here in los angeles and the winds plus the heat plus the dry it uh, creates a lot of dust and it plays havoc with people's sinuses, their eyes, and there's a lot of dust in the air now, if you live in a home where there's not a lot of light a lot of dust can pile up and you don't even notice it. But then if you really turn on the lights, you think, oh my goodness, look at how dusty it is in here, look how dirty it is in here. Well, the same is true with our awareness. If there's not a lot of light shining into our awareness and into our life, then things can get dark and dank and dirty and we don't even notice it. But... As the light comes on, we then can say, oh, my goodness, look, in this corner of my mind, in this nook, in this cranny, I have unhealed thoughts and beliefs, negative patterns that I haven't paid any attention to, and now they're festering. And now that the light is being turned on, I can see them. And for me, I've learned to go, thank you, God. Thank you for pointing these out to me. But when I was more identified with the ego, with the small self and the separate self, I would think, ugh, oh my God. You mean I have to do some more work? I have to do some more surrender? Oh, there's more evidence that I'm not good enough? Oh, no. When's it ever going to end? When's it ever going to get easier? But when I focused on really, truly releasing all judgments and cultivating the loving heart, then when uh, I saw, oh, here's an unhealed thing for me to address, I was able to go to gratitude. And I was able to recognize that my now seeing what is unhealed and being able to partner up and call upon all of heaven to support me in the healing, which they answer immediately, then I was so grateful because I was not going to be at the effect of this unhealed belief. Taking a sip of my spiritual espresso here. Yummity yum, yum, yum. I have it iced this morning because it's hot. (laughs) So anyway, uh, you can just notice where are you in this experience? Are you feeling pushed and worried and afraid and concerned or are you more in gratitude and celebrating that there's more light pouring in? The folks who are feeling more worried and upset and afraid, two, two main things are going on. And they're really the same thing, but two main things are going on. One is they are so identified with the ego, and so they're feeling afraid that they don't have the resources to deal with these things because they're not in the habit of partnering up. They're not in the habit of calling upon divine insight, guidance, and support. They're in the habit of doing things on their own and try to make things happen and work their will instead of aligning with divine will. So, yeah, it does feel a lot harder. Oh, yeah, because you're trying to push in the world of density rather than work in the invisible in the world of light. And working in density, pushing density is way harder than working in invisible and working The field of light. So, this is why I offer the classes that I do the Finding Freedom, the seven week spiritual boot camp class that starts this week. So, why I offer the year long masterful living class that starts in January. And by the way, if you'd like support in a practical, mystical journey of unfoldment and Discovering just how masterful you can be through working in the invisible, deepening your spiritual practice. My year-long Masterful Living program is perfectly designed for that. And you can work at your own pace in that program. If that interests you, really consider getting getting into the Finding Freedom class that starts November 7th because you will be perfectly aligned to just have an awesome beginning in masterful living. And uh, what I encourage you to do is take a few minutes, just give yourself five or ten minutes to look around the Finding Freedom page. When you go there to JenniferHadley.com and to get your free download of the from to Freedom class on the Finding Freedom page. Stay there a little bit and look around because you will know. You read some of the testimonials there. You read what I've written there. You'll know right away whether or not this is for you. So I encourage you, just do yourself a favor. You'll you'll eliminate any doubt. You'll know if it's for you. I always trust that the higher self, the holy self, the Holy Spirit will absolutely tap you on the head if it's for you. Tap you on the heart. You will know. It's not for everyone. So if it's for you, you will know. And uh, because a lot of people don't want to do the work. They'd rather just keep uh, talking about it and reading about it versus actually doing it and that's the whole purpose of this finding freedom class is to support you in actually rolling up your sleeves and shifting your thinking and doing it very quickly very productively people come into the class there sometimes people come in the class and they've had chronic depression for even a decade and and it's amazing but they heal it in seven weeks I know that sounds incredible, but it's happened. People have come into the class feeling suicidal, depressed, worried, afraid, hopeless, and had miraculous healing in seven weeks. Now, it's not that everything in their life changes and everything is suddenly, instantly made new, but the chronic feeling of hopelessness and despair and spiritual stupidity and all of that can absolutely completely evaporate in seven weeks. And as I say all the time, it's not that I am the healer. You are the healer. It's you applying these loving practices to your life. Now this time that we're in 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 the waking up process, many of you have read Gary Renard's beautiful book, Disappearance of the Universe, and the things that Arton and Persis say about what's unfolding for us in this time, uh, at the end of 2012, there's an amazing opportunity for those of us who are in league with the infinite, in tune with the infinite. We are recognizing that everything is working for us. And the more willingness we have, the more it's easy and graceful for us to do our work. Seek first the kingdom and all else is added unto you. So in this time of ever increasing light there is more ease and grace for us to do the transformation if we resist then things circumstances are going to push us in that direction so we've just had this huge storm sandy on the east coast of the united states and so when things like that happen or like the oil spill in the gulf of mexico uh... Katrina, the earthquakes that have happened all over the world, the tsunamis, all of these kinds of things happen. What they do is they help us get back to basics. What's really important here? Love, compassion, connection. It helps us get out of the ego mindset that we need to get stuff in order to be happy. It helps us to move into the kingdom. So, it might seem that things are falling apart, but it's about having a breakdown, which then supports our breakthrough of the hardened, concretized awareness. And this is what A Course in Miracles helps us do. And so, one of the keys to our spiritual growth and expansion is faith. And that is what we are really going to be talking about today. And I just love this. It's, there's, in, in the text here, chapter 17, section 7, the call for faith, or rather, section 6, which is setting the goal. Truth must, truth comes of itself. If you experience peace, it is because the truth has come to you and you will see the outcome truly. For deception cannot prevail against you. The truth sets us free. The truth is our liberation. We're developing a relationship with the truth through our faith. How do you build faith? You trust. You place your trust in your divinity. This, everything is designed for us to be able to do. So I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. We're walking the talk and we're living the love right here on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. While I'm gone, you go to the Finding Freedom page at JenniferHadley.com and get your free download. I'll be right back. doing one-on-one counseling and couples counseling for a dozen years now. And what I can tell you is that most people, freedom is the thing they're most interested in, that sense of ease and grace and freedom. And it's never been more available to us. Now, check this out. Because of all this light pouring in and because... Right now, I just am feeling so lifted and carried through my spiritual practice. It's not just happening magically. It's happening miraculously. It's the deepening of my spiritual practice is bringing me the fruit. It's bringing me the results. This is why the classes that I teach are about practical, mystical, spiritual practices that anyone can understand and do. And... Doing our spiritual practice costs nothing. It costs nothing. It's our time and energy and willingness. And we always know that that's the key to our enlightenment anyway. Well, check this out. I just had a breakthrough in my own awareness. I realized that for years now, I have been really focused on my own attaining of enlightenment. And... I was not publicly saying that very much because I felt that people would judge me. And I didn't, A, I don't want to contribute to anyone's creating negative karma for themselves by inviting them to judge me, trying to push their buttons. And I sense that in a lot of the spiritual community I've been in uh, back in the 90s and the last decade, that if I were to say in those circles that I was actively intending, aspiring to attain enlightenment, that people would say, well you're not all that. You you can't attain enlightenment in this lifetime. You're not close enough for that. Hello, girl. Hello. And uh, so, I didn't tell people. That's what I was actively focusing on. And now, I feel that people can get it and not Judge me the same way. And I also am feeling that because I am feeling more comfortable and more worthy of my awakening, my atonement, my enlightenment. So, this is what I realized as I was teaching that from fear to freedom class last week and while I was preparing for it. While some people might think in spiritual circles, how dare I claim to be close enough to enlightenment, to aspire to it? And what the truth teachings say to me is, how dare I not? How dare I think that I am far away from enlightenment? How dare I think that I am not worthy of enlightenment? And so, I'm inviting you to hold my hand and let us walk together. Let us decide together that we are worthy of our enlightenment, we can attain enlightenment, and that's what we're doing. So, do I have a career? Yeah, I have a career, but I really think of it as a ministry. And my ministry is the unfoldment of my enlightenment that I'm sharing with my friends, my spiritual friends. So I'm inviting you to look at your life, life and reframe it. And to claim the freedom, the liberation of your mind from the ego thought system. And that you have within you the ability to put your faith in your own holiness instead of in the ego. Because that is what is required. The goal is faith. So let's look at this. Setting the Goal, that's page 365, chapter 17, section 6. So on 366, at the top, it says here, in paragraph 2, Because it's very practical here. In any situation in which you are uncertain, any circumstance of your life where you're uncertain, the first thing to consider very simply is, what do I want to come from this? What is it for? The clarification of the goal belongs at the beginning, for it is this which will determine the outcome. Remember, it was Gandhi who said, The ends are in the means. The ends are in the means. And in the Course, it tells us, if you don't want the means to attain enlightenment, then you don't want the goal. If you don't, if you're not willing to line up with the means to attain the goal, then you must not actually want the goal. If you're truly interested in a goal, like for instance, for many people, if they are going to um, be healthy, it's going to require exercise and eating well. So if you're not willing to exercise and eat well, you must not be interested in the goal of health. Now, also the goal of health requires you to think well of yourself because your thoughts are creating. If you're thinking unkind thoughts about yourself, then of course you're not going to feel well. How could you? Every thought that you're thinking is affecting every cell, every molecule of your being. I want to invite you to watch a great documentary that I saw recently that I've been sharing with people in my classes. It's called Water, Colon, The Great Mystery. Water, Colon, The Great Mystery. You can find the whole thing at YouTube. And I'm going to put it into my daily blog one of these days soon. Uh, So that's one thing you can also get in support of your spiritual practice, your quickening, your finding freedom in your heart and in your mind, is to become my daily prayer partner and to sign up for my daily spiritual espresso, which you can do at jenniferhadley.com on the prayer page or the blog page. Um, Also, if you'd like support, you know the holidays are coming, and I don't know about you, but for me, uh, one of the most expansive times of the year is the time uh, between Christmas and New Year's, the time between Christmas and New Year's, the Christ Presence is so present. And uh, there's so much light pouring into this time, and we have the end of the Mayan calendar on the December uh, 21st solstice, the winter solstice, and it's just a huge time of transformation. What are you doing with it? What's your plan? What's your plan for this incredible opening, this gateway that's unfolding for all of us? Uh, well, if you want to join me and my friend David Hoffmeister, we are planning two one-week retreats. One begins on the winter solstice, December 21st, and it goes for a week. And then the next one begins on December, I believe it's 29th and goes through january 3rd or 4th i forget right now but if you go to jenniferhadley.com and look on the retreats page you can see all that information we're doing two one-week retreats in utah at the living miracles monastery it's very beautiful there it's very pristine you're out in nature and we are going to have two retreats you can do one or both back to back where we're really going to dive deeply and deep healing nourishing revitalization transformation I used to go on silent meditation retreat at New Year's. I did that for 10 years in a row. It was deeply healing and transformational for me to be in that silent meditation treat retreat space. And this, we're, what David and I are doing is not going to be silent, although there will be times of silence. It's going to be very playful at times. We're going to watch some mystical movies together, do some deep healing work. It's going to be a variety. Variety. We've got great food planned and just lovely, lovely company, lovely, lovely environment. You're just going to love it. So we've got two weeks, one week uh, Christmas, one week New Year's. And then also, by the way, we're doing uh, a week uh, end of January, beginning of February. It's like a pre-Valentine's Day gift for yourself. We're doing a week in Hawaii at the Kalani Retreat Center where I just was. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun there. So three retreats for you. I encourage you, if you don't have a plan, consider some of these options because uh, this is where being in community and, and being in a group and flowing with the group energy can really support you. It's true with the Finding Freedom class. It's true with these retreats. Just like it's true with Course of Miracles and in your study groups. So the clarification of the goal belongs at the beginning, for it is this which will determine the outcome. The ends is in the means. So in any situation in which you're uncertain, the first thing to consider very simply is, what do I want to come of this? What is it for? The situation becomes the determiner of the outcome, which can be anything, if you don't know what the goal is, if you don't have a goal. Now, for me, the goal is enlightenment in every situation, being more loving, more compassionate, more generous, more kind, more intuitive, more perceptive. The ego does not know what it wants to come of the situation. It is aware of what it does not want, but only that. It has no positive goal at all. So remember the ego thought system is one of getting. So the ego is always trying to get something. Now the basic it's it's so obvious once you recognize it, but the basic truth, about any thought system that's designed around getting and wanting and needing is that all of that activity, all of that thought, all of that belief is energizing and affirming the idea that you don't have and that you are in lack. The thoughts of lack, of not having, of wanting and needing... Are thoughts of limitation, so of course they're thoughts of separation, they're thoughts of not having. Seek first the kingdom which is within, and all else will be added unto you. So when we're aligned with the higher Holy Spirit self, we're in the position of knowing that the kingdom is within And when we place our attention on that, all else will be added unto us. So, anytime that we think we're unworthy, if we don't interrupt that thought pattern, it is going to continue to spiral out into our life, creating more of a sense of lack, more of a sense of limitation, more of a sense of wanting and needing. That is how the ego keeps us trapped in the sense of separation our healing is best helped through us having a disciplined approach to interrupting that pattern so if you don't have a plan for how you're going to do that You might consider finding freedom. You might consider working the workbook to a nub. (laughs) So, because these are the things that I did. Everything that I offer in my Finding Freedom class are the very tools that set me free to the degree that I am free now. And I still continue to work them and find new tools all the time. In fact, in this offering of Finding Freedom, I'm very excited. I've got several new things that I'm going to offer. So I try to just pack it in and give you as many options so that you can find the things that really ignite you and work for you in your life. So, back to page 366 now, paragraph 3. Without a clear-cut, positive goal set at the outset, the situation just seems to happen. Things just happen to you, and it makes no sense until it's already happened. It's like riding a runaway train, isn't it? Then you look back at it and try to piece together what it must have meant, and you will be wrong. Not only is your judgment in the past, but you have no idea what should happen. No goal was set with which to bring the means in line. And now the only judgment left to make is whether or not the ego likes it. Is it acceptable? Or does it call for vengeance? Well, we've lived that way a long time, haven't we? Right? Living in regret, thoughts of revenge. Right? How many times, I don't know about you, but I so many times have taken offense, been upset, gone into attack mode, thoughts of revenge, only to feel so guilty that I have no strength of mind to hold to a loving practice, to be truly spiritual, to be truly helpful. I feel like a total loser wallowing in self-pity and self-judgment. I used to do that all the time. Oh, no more. I'm so glad I don't do that anymore. Just talking about it makes makes my stomach flip. The value of deciding in advance what you want to happen is simply that you will perceive the situation as a means to make it happen. I love that. This is the value of deciding in advance what your goal is. The goal is freedom. The goal is peace of mind. The goal is your enlightenment. The value of deciding in advance what you want to happen is simply that you will perceive the situation as a means to make it happen. So this is exactly what is so true, that when you are intent on attaining enlightenment, on the goal of freedom and faith, Then whatever the challenge is that comes up in your face, you'll realize, oh, this is helping me to break the pattern of identifying with the ego and instead affirm the habit of choosing love, choosing compassion, choosing harmony, choosing freedom. I love it. I love it. The goal of truth has further practical advantages. And we're going to talk some more about that when we come back in just a couple of minutes. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. We are living the love. We are walking the talk on Unity Online Radio, and I'll be right back.
0: Now and then, life is challenging. I may not welcome challenge itself, but I welcome the opportunity to learn from whatever arises, to grow in understanding, to flex my spiritual muscles. Every day is a new day, a fresh start. No situation or circumstance can hold me back. My life is not only about what's happening to me, it's also what's happening through me. The Christ within is my source of unlimited wisdom and creativity. I do my best when I respond to any challenge from my Christ nature rather than reacting impulsively from my human nature. Every day I pursue what enriches me, Enjoying the journey to my goals as much as the destination.
2: This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or a friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. You have a good life and are grateful for it. But what if you stretched beyond good and shifted to amazing? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of the First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an amazing life. Transcend the need for acceptance of others and be an example of living the truth. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an amazing life right now? Learn how each week on From Good to Amazing. Mondays at 4 p.m. Central Time right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
1: So check this out. The goal of truth has further practical advantages. If the situation is used for truth and sanity, in other words, if you have a goal of freedom and enlightenment, the situation is used for truth and sanity, its outcome must be peace. Why would we not start to move into every moment saying, okay, what's the goal here? What do I want to come of this? What's it for? This is why it really is a mind training system. It, it is. That's the beauty of a Course in Miracles. It's a mind training system helping us to retrain our mind. Instead of thinking what the ego would think in every situation, what do I want? What do I need? What can I get from this? What don't I want to have happen? We're thinking, I have a goal, and my goal is peace, my goal is love, my goal is freedom, my goal is my enlightenment. It is phenomenal how our spiritual progress speeds up. When we have a program, when we have a plan and we're really working it. And what I've seen over my years as a course student is that some course students, they get into this intellectual approach to the teaching and they don't actually live it in their heart. They don't bring it down into their heart. And so that's why I started offering these classes, the Finding Freedom in the Masterful Living, because... Until I started living it in my heart, it was just intellectual. I lived in the intellectual for so long. I was not making very much spiritual progress. I felt like I was growing at a snail's place. And my own higher Holy Spirit self kept telling me, there's more, there's more, there's more. And because I was still so identified with the ego, I interpreted that as I'm not good enough. I'm doing something wrong. I'm unworthy. But I realized, oh, no, it's not that I'm unworthy or I'm not good enough. There is something wrong with my thinking. I'm not dropping it down into my heart. So you can do this work. I did it on my own, and now I share in my classes how I did it and how it's working for me. Ugh so grateful. I finally figured out how to get it down into my heart and really live it and stay committed and walk the talk and stop creating for myself these disasters where I would just completely betray myself and then feel guilty and ashamed and move into self-medication, self-sabotage. I just taught a workshop uh, recently on November 3rd uh, on healing the habits of self-sabotage, which you can get those downloads and the transcript and everything if that is an issue for you. And it just it was so beautiful to share that material again, uh, and in such a clear focus because I was such a queen of self-medication and self-sabotage. So if the situation is used for truth and sanity, its outcome must be peace. And this is quite apart from what the outcome is. So we're not going to experience that if we don't have a goal. We're not going to experience the goal of peace if we don't have the goal at the beginning. Remember the means is in, the ends is in the means. If peace is the condition of truth and sanity and cannot be without them, where peace is, they must be. Truth and sanity. Truth comes of itself. If you experience peace, it is because the truth has come to you, and you will see the outcome truly, for deception cannot prevail against you. You will recognize the outcome because you are at peace. Here again, you see the opposite of the ego's way of looking. For the ego believes the situation brings the experience. Remember, the ego is always trying to get something, trying to get the experience, trying to uh, evaluate the external world, the world of projection, the world of illusion, and the ego is never satisfied with it, ever, 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 ever. There can be a momentary sense of satiation, but it's always temporary because any sense of satiation is, of course, of the body and not of the mind when we're identified with the ego. The ego believes the situation brings the experience. The Holy Spirit knows that the situation is as the goal determines it and is experienced according to the goal. So we keep our eye on the prize. The goal of truth, now check this out, the goal of truth requires faith. Faith is implicit in the acceptance of the Holy Spirit's purpose. And this faith is all-inclusive. Where the goal of truth is set, there faith must be. In the Living A Course in Miracles series number two that I did um, this time last year, I did two classes on trust and faith. And, uh,. I highly recommend them. If you have already purchased that, Living a Course in Miracles number two, then you have those trust and faith classes. I really invite you to go back and re-listen to them again because I was very clear in them. And this is one of the most important and precious teachings of my life, the teaching about how to acquire faith through Placing your trust in the invisible. It is not easy, and the ego will desperately try to talk you out of even thinking about it. Even thinking about it is terrifying to the ego. Just the idea of placing your trust in the invisible is just, will make the ego just totally go into meltdown. So you, if you're really going to move into faith, You have to be clear, that's the goal, and partner up, and partner up. I hear right now uh, the Holy Spirit voice saying, prove me now, prove me now, because when we are willing to place our trust in God, our faith is revealed through that proving, and it is so miraculously healing. And that's one of the things I've shared about in those classes and other classes that I, it was a huge turning point for me when I decided I was going to put my trust and faith in the invisible and stop putting it in the visible world. Everything turned around for me at that point. Where the goal of truth is set, there faith must be. The Holy Spirit sees the situation. As a whole, the goal establishes the fact that everyone involved in it will play his part in its accomplishment. So, you see, when you have a goal, everyone will play their part in its accomplishment. If the goal is peace, if the goal is love, if the goal is freedom and wholeness, this is inevitable. No one will fail in anything. This this paragraph 6 on 367, chapter 17 in... Uh, Section six. No one will fail in anything. This seems to ask for faith beyond you and beyond what you can give. Yet, this is so only from the view- viewpoint of the ego, for the ego believes in solving conflict through fragmentation and does not perceive the situation as a whole therefore it seeks to split off segments of the situation and deal with them separately for it has faith in separation not in wholeness Confronted with any aspect of this situation that seems to be difficult, the ego will attempt to take this aspect elsewhere and resolve it there. And it will seem to be successful, except that this attempt conflicts with unity and must obscure the goal of truth. And peace will not be experienced except in fantasy. So we can have a true and lasting experience of peace by placing our faith in God. One of the ways that we do this is we're constantly partnering up. This is another way of saying in every moment, affirm the goal of enlightenment. Affirm the goal of freedom. Affirm the goal of peace. And then call upon your own holiness, the Holy Spirit, the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you. Then every activity in your life will line up with the goal. But you see, the ego is always trying to convince us that, oh, we need to manage this circumstance. We need to manipulate these circumstances in order to control, in order to get something. The ego is always trying to get us to fix to control, to manage, to manipulate, to coerce. And then, of course, there's no peace. How could there be peace? We're thinking we're separate from the peace and separate from the good. But through the law of allowance, we discover. So, we've got to focus on that goal. Not how will it reveal itself, but that this is what we truly desire. So, wow, it goes by so fast. I invite you to place your hand on your heart right now and be so grateful and so thankful with me that we can and we do partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. The kingdom is within. Everything is being added unto us, and we're grateful for this. We're grateful to share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we joyfully, joyfully let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Check out the From Fear to Freedom on the Finding Freedom page at jenniferhadley.com and see if you'd like to join us this time in Finding Freedom. We're going to rock the house, let me tell you. I'm so excited. I love you. Have a great week. Thanks for being with me today.